The importance of the physical and emotional health of our first responders should never be second-guessed. Having a community of support for police, fire, and EMS is more critical today than ever before. Welcome to the Wellness Equation podcast, powered by Provicta and Health Partners, a first-of-its-kind place where first responders and their families can get the support they need to keep themselves and their communities healthy and strong. Hi, hello everyone. I'm Andy Skugman, host of the Wellness Equation podcast. When we think of medicine, we typically think of pills, a prescription a doctor orders and a pharmacist fills. We pay our copay, bring it home, and take it twice a day and hope we feel better. I think that's a pretty fair definition of what we think of as medicine. But in episode three of the Wellness Equation podcast, we want you to consider another form of medicine, food. We'll explore how what you eat helps you prevent and treat disease. Kevin Coughlin from Provicta is here. He's been a functional nutritional therapist for nearly a decade. Well, Kevin, welcome. I have to admit I'm pretty excited about this episode because uh, I believe food is sort of that lost piece that people don't take seriously enough in their health. I think food is incredibly important. I, I've, uh, I spent a lot of time, I get laughed at by other police officers and chiefs that I deal with when I tell them what I'm going to eat, but I, I, I don't care because I think food, uh, has really helped, um, helped my health over the last three to four years. So talk about why food is so important to the immune system, particularly right now during COVID-19. Sure. And, you know, even even before COVID-19, uh, the importance of food, is, as you're well aware, is, is huge for the individual because um, it's 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 so important because you need to get your body the right things that actually do not promote inflammation and, and chronic inflammation is a is a huge driver in depressing the immune system or occupying the immune system to deal with that as opposed to the the germs and the things that we fight off 24 7 um one of the one of the crazy facts that i've always been fascinated with is 80 percent of the immune system lies in the digestive tract so that's our that's our main defense and so it's so critical to eat foods that aren't uh, inflammatory or create a negative in your system and to eat foods that actually help reduce inflammation um, and, and don't upset or agitate the system, so to speak. So let's talk about the foods. What should I be eating to boost my immune system? What shouldn't I be eating? Sure. One of the one of the biggest things you want to stay away from is you want to you want to try to reduce the added sugars as much as possible. Um, and we all love sugar. And the more the more we the more sugar we eat, the more we love it because it it hits that pleasure center of the brain, the dopamine and man uh sugar sugar just uh begets more sugar um and so one of the things that you want to do is you want to avoid sugary foods and i think one of the best ways to do that is try to get as much 
berries, raspberries, blueberries, strawberries, blackberries into your diet as possible to satisfy that sugar craving. Um, they're a great substitute for, um, for sugar and try to stay away from fruity uh, beverages. The main, one of the main offenders sadly is orange juice. And, you know, we all grew up drinking orange juice and orange juice was the best thing that could, we could drink and we had it every morning, but orange juice, uh, you know, kind of ounce for ounce has more sugar in it than than soda pop does and so uh you know eating eating an orange is completely different than drinking orange juice um so eating fresh fruit is great for you but drinking fruit juices just comes with a lot of sugar and then of course good old vegetables uh the more the more you can get vegetables into your diet the better and it doesn't mean you have to just eat raw vegetables at every meal you can lightly steam vegetables. You can roast vegetables. Um, there's a lot of different ways to get vegetables into your diet and have them be beneficial. And, you know, again, eating a salad three times a day is, isn't necessary um, and sometimes can be really tough on people. Uh, if you eat too many salads, it can cause uh, digestive distress. So, you want to avoid the sugary drinks. You want to avoid the added sugar. Um, berries are fantastic. The antioxidant content of berries is great. Um, berries would be more preferred than citrus fruits if you have a choice. Um, and you know, as many vegetables as you can eat, vegetables are great. Um, low in sugar and really helpful at knocking down inflammation. And then you really want to eat good fats. And by good fats, I mean nuts, seeds, um, you know, walnuts and uh, avocados. Avocados are a great fat. Um, almonds, uh, you know, mixed nuts are fantastic for you. Pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, uh, so many great nutrients in those and they actually they help fill you up um and the and the fats in those really help reduce inflammation and and fill you up and then you know you really want to eat good proteins uh if you can eat grass-fed beef that's great i know that's not uh possible for a lot of people so you just want to eat as clean of a food source as possible and when you're talking about when you're talking about protein you probably want to eat about you know three to four ounces per meal you don't want to go too far past that because too much protein believe it or not can actually add and cause cause inflammation so um you want to eat good fats you want to keep your protein source as clean as possible and not eat too much of it um, limit the sugars and darn it, eat your vegetables, get your berries in. Um, and, you know, if you can cook at home, if you can make meals at home, all the better. Um, it's, it, they're fresher, you know, there aren't preservatives in, in the, in the food you're making. And so I just think that's a huge, 
that's a huge piece and uh, hopefully you have leftovers. So the, the meals you make at home can last for, for a couple of meals as well. Well, let me let me ask you a couple things there. You, 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 there's a couple things I want to touch on. Um, the last few years, I think we've been inundated um, uh, with messages around uh, high protein, low carb. Um, where do you fall on that paleo? You know, I think we have a lot of police officers, firefighters who, who uh, kind of like the idea of the paleo diet. Um, what are your thoughts on, on these sort of, um, I don't know, I wouldn't want to call them extreme diets, but they're, they're very limiting, right? I mean, they're limiting diets. Well, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. And, and the biggest, the biggest thing is one size doesn't fit all. And I think that's, I think that's a critical thing to remember, um, is I think following, a, a paleo framework, if you will, of hey, if you can if you can keep those extra sugars down, that's fan that's fantastic. And if you can find good sources of fat and protein while eating uh, vegetables and and berries, and I'll be very specific on the fruit side and say berries, it almost falls into a paleo framework because you are now limiting carbs which is which is a and when i when i say limiting carbs it really means cutting out the extra sugars and so um i think there's a there's a lot of added benefit to going with a paleo framework but that would be again reducing the extra sugars and so it isn't one size fits all and some one person will thrive on a little more protein where another person will, will thrive on, on the more carbohydrate side of it. So you really have to, to eat kind of a trial and error type of thing and see where you feel best. If, if 10 or 15 minutes after you eat, you're feeling sluggish and tired and want to take a nap, the meal you just ate probably is not the right meal for you. And now you need to, you need to tweak things. Like what, what helps save off the afternoon? tired um what what makes you feel energized as opposed to wanting to take a nap so you know you can again i think starting with a with a you know air quotes paleo framework is a is a starting place um but you have to adapt it to your individual needs individual body type what what foods make you feel great what foods make you feel bloated what foods make you tired what gives what gives you energy so there's there's a lot of experimentation with it and, and try to pay attention to what makes you feel good if you you know if you eat a big meal one night and you wake up the next morning sore and your joints are sore and you're feeling lethargic i'm going to bet you that that meal the night before was not the best for you and it's time to you know tweak that or not do that again anytime soon Kevin, you also mentioned cooking, right? That we should be cooking more at home. Um, I, I'm a horrible cook. Thankfully, I'm married to a wonderful cook, but she doesn't want she doesn't want to cook for me all the time, right? So, what are the tips and tricks for those of us who aren't very good um, in the kitchen? And that and that's an absolute that's an absolute huge one. Is you know, like you just said, not a good cook. 
don't have time to cook, don't want to cook. Um, and so, uh, you know, hopefully, um, you know, I can offer some workarounds. One being, uh, put the crock pot into use, get a crock pot, pull a crock pot out of the closet and, uh, you know, dig for some recipes where you can throw, you know, you can throw meat or chicken or something in, in the morning or four hours or eight hours before you're going to eat and just uh, turn the crock pot on and let it go. And in four to eight hours, it comes out and it's a ready to eat meal. You literally just have to throw everything in and turn the crock pot on to low. So it's a, it's a pretty easy, easy thing to do. I'm also a, I'm a huge fan of simply just doing stir fries where, um, whether you use avocado oil or peanut oil, I know some people have peanut allergies, so avocado oil works great. You can, you can use olive oil to saute, but just sauteing veggies and uh, chicken or beef or, you know, whatever, um, you can throw together a good meal and, um, you know, season it up to your, your liking and just build a meal simply around just, uh, you know, a stir fry or something like that. Um, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, of build your own taco. Uh, again, you just get the taco seasoning packet. You can do chicken or beef or turkey or, you know, whatever you like. Um, put the, put the condiments in bowls and kind of build your own taco bowl, if you will. And, uh, just trying to make things as easy as possible. Uh, and also a big, big believer of taking one day a week whether it be a Saturday or a Sunday or whatever day you have off and uh, cooking cooking a couple meals for the week uh, putting them in the fridge and warming them up when when the time is right so to kind of make life easy and plan your meals for the week just pick one day a week to cook and uh, just go from there and warm warm things up as the week goes along in addition to the messages that I mentioned around paleo and types of diets, I think there's also been a lot of talk about digestive tract, probiotics, what we should be taking, um, should we be eating fermented foods. I mean, I've actually um, often eaten uh, sauerkraut uh, right out of the bag, and it is not tasty, but I, I, I've done it because I've read about it, and I've been told that it's healthy. It, what are your thoughts on the role of the digestive tract, and then and then what sort of foods uh, could help uh, nourish your digestive tract? Yeah, that's, uh, and that's a great question, because that's a, it's a huge piece, especially, uh, especially in the day and age where we need a healthy digestive tract and what can we do to fortify it? What can we do to bring uh, good bacteria into the digestive system to uh, help break down foods, help fight uh, unwanted bacteria and really balance out our immune system? Because again, as I said earlier, 80% of the immune system lies in the digestive tract. So uh, sauerkraut actually is a, is a really good uh, fermented, you know, fermented cabbage is a really good thing to um, slowly walk your way up to uh, to add good bacteria into your digestive system. Kimchi is another thing, a spicy, 
uh, fermented uh, cabbage and carrots and a number of things that you'll get. You can get at many uh, grocers. Uh, bone broth is is a great thing to add into your diet to help with digestion in the stomach, to help with it, uh, to help build and rebuild the digestive tract because of all the great all the great benefits that are in bone broth, all the great healing uh, uh, collagen and, and the vitamins and the things that uh, when you when you cook uh, when you cook the, the soup bones, um, a lot of good nutrients come out of those things and they, they end up in the broth and they really have great medicinal uh, properties in them to help heal the digestive system. So um, even uh, even believe it or not, uh, coleslaw done right if it's if if it's aged, the cabbage and uh, coleslaw actually can uh, have some some benefits as well. So can pickles because you're fer- fermenting cucumbers. So fermented foods are extremely beneficial. They're not wildly popular. A lot of people don't think they're that much fun to eat, but if you can, you know, honestly, uh, pickles, kimchi, uh, sauerkraut, bone broth, a lot of those things are great. Um, and if you, again, if you can get in uh, the quality, the quality fats uh, and the seeds that can add the zinc and the vitamins, the vitamin D and the vitamin A and things like that, you really go a long way to helping your system uh, heal and just just general overall health of your system. And another thing that you that you probably heard about is apple cider vinegar for simply just creating stomach acid and helping with digestion in the stomach. And apple cider vinegar, well, you know, kind of unpleasant to uh, to take, and it's a toughie. Uh, can be very beneficial for digestion in the stomach as well, creating stomach acid, which is actually an important thing, is the more stomach acid you have, the better you're able to digest and break down fats and proteins. That's a story for another day. Um, But apple cider vinegar can be very beneficial as well. So last question, a lot of information out there, do you have any advice, websites, resources, uh, places that folks can go to find, um, you know, whether it recipes or just great information on uh, on uh, diet? Yeah, there. I mean, there's a and there is a, there is a ton, and you can absolutely you could you can Google paleo, you can Google any sorts of things. I'm uh, I'm a big I'm a big fan of, of the paleo OM paleo mg website uh the woman who does that website has a ton of great recipes and and you can just click on things to to dig for recipes um you can you can simply go a lot of times you can simply just go to recipes.com and dig for crock pot recipes or stir fry recipes or anything like that and you can you can tailor a lot of things to your liking don't don't feel like you're stuck in a certain way, if a recipe says it's a certain, you need to put this vegetable or, or this type of oil, you can you can play with those things and, and just kind of be creative. Um, you know, there's a lot of, of natural 
website. I'm a I'm a big fan of uh, Dr. Mercola. Mercola.com has a bunch of great, I think, great information as far as uh, health and wellness and recipes and and news. So if you're really kind of a, a you want to geek out a little more over things, um, you know. Mercola, Mercola.com is a great place to go. Um, there's, uh, yeah, Chris Cresser is a name that a lot of people may have seen. Um, he's a he's a big paleo guy, but he's a paleo guy for your specific uh, body type. Like it's a personal paleo type thing. So he's an in, he's a really interesting read as well. Um, so you can go you can go down a lot of rabbit holes, but if it's if it's interesting to you. Um, you can have, you know, you can have a lot of fun with it, but you can stay, you know, at the 30,000 foot level and just, um, you know, reduce the added sugars and just get, eat berries, get good vegetables and good fats and, and really do yourself a big favor. Uh, and we didn't touch enough, but drink water, uh, make sure you're hydrated. Water is so important. So I'll kind of leave you with that one. Drink lots of water. It's important. Kevin Coughlin, great information. Thank you very much for all the info and thanks for your time today. You bet. Thank you, Andy. Talk to you soon. This podcast is written and produced by the Minnesota Chiefs of Police Association and is brought to you by Health Partners and Provicta. Strong minds, strong bodies, strong communities. Learn more at provicta.com and healthpartners.com backslash care. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share this episode wherever you listen to your podcasts. Stay safe and stay well. Stay well.